Ladies and gentlemen, Alien Zoo is now open. Reptile is the oldest and most successful species on planet Earth, and lizard men have been an intriguing and mystifying chapter in cryptozoology for a long time. Tales of bipedal reptiles and humanoid dinosaurs have been told all around the world. And I don't know about you guys, but I love dinosaurs. I do. In the world of cryptozoology, many theories have been brought forward in regards to the beginnings of lizard men with theories as crazy as the belief of a reptilian hierarchy when it comes to evolution, with lizards walking a similar path as early primates. And if this is true, it's not out of the realm of possibility that these humanoid reptilians have survived and made their way in small populations to our modern time. So with lizards on the mind, today we're going to be discussing lizard men. Oh, that makes sense. My name is Chris. And welcome to Alien Zoo. The first reported sighting of a lizard man and or woman, not entirely sure, happened on August 21st, 1955. A woman named Darwin Johnson was swimming in the Ohio River near Evansville, Indiana, when she claims that she was repeatedly pulled under the water by an unseen attacker grabbing leg with clawed hands. Don't worry, she eventually escaped its grasp and frantically exited the water with a green palm stand stain on her knee and a few deep scratches that actually required medical treatment. Okay. Well, you see, I have a bit of a problem with this encounter for a few reasons. First of all, green stain on her knee? What, what exactly does that mean? Perhaps some green paint from a hoaxer's homemade costume? I don't think just because a lizard is green, it leaks green. I don't know, I'm no scientist. And that brings me to my next point. It just so happens that the popular universal classic horror film, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, was released one year prior in 1954. In that film, there is a scene very similar to Mrs. Johnson's encounter, where the film's female lead goes swimming in a lake, and the lizard-like humanoid creature is swimming under the water just below her, close enough to brush its green claws against her leg. Hmm... Did she become inspired to create her own scaly creature encounter? Maybe cut herself in the process of her own hoax? It's possible. In November of 1958, a motorist named Charles Wetzel was supposedly threatened by a reptile-like creature that ambushed his vehicle near Riverside, California. The possible cryptid scratched at his windshield with such force that it made visible damage to the glass. Fourteen years later, in August of 1972, three witnesses at Thetis Lake in British Columbia reported a terrifying encounter with a silver scaly humanoid. One of the three, a young man, suffered deep lacerations on his hand from sharp prongs protruding from the creature's head. Okay, 
Now we're about to get to the most famous of all the lizard men, in my opinion, the vicious lizard man of Scape or Swamp. In the fall of 1987, in Lee County, South Carolina, a man named George Holloman Jr. spotted a scaly humanoid emerging from the swamp. But it wasn't until the creature was spotted by a 17-year-old boy named Christopher Davis that this case became famous. There's not much information about the, the George Holloman Jr. encounter, so we're going to skip and go to the 17-year-old kid. Much more trustworthy. Christopher said he encountered the scaly creature while driving home from work at around 2 a.m. on June 29, 1988. Now, according to his account of a 17-year-old boy, let me remind you, he claims that he stopped on a road bordering Scape or Swamp to change a blown-out tire. He was just about finished attaching the new tire when he heard a strange and sudden thumping noise coming from behind him. Christopher turned around, obviously curious, only to see a creature running towards him. Now, this creature has been described standing roughly seven feet tall. It had three fingers on each clawed hand, red eyes, classic cryptid, and was covered in wet green scales. Christopher did his best to stumble out of the oncoming beast's way and managed to avoid an attack, but his car did not. Right after just barely, barely avoiding becoming lizard food, Christopher said the creature tried grabbing at his vehicle and then jumped on the roof as he tried to escape. Christopher began driving down the road with the creature still atop his car, swerving from the left lane to the right. Christopher tried throwing the creature from the roof. No such luck. The three-fingered claws had a firm grasp on the car. Eventually, the creature gave up perhaps realizing his eyes were a bit too big for his stomach. <laughs> Once safely at home, Christopher noted the damages done to his car. First off, the side-view mirror was found to be badly damaged, and sure enough, there were scratch marks on the car's roof. Unfortunately, no other physical evidence was found of the supposed cryptid, not even a scale. Here is Christopher's recollection of the event, in his words. I looked back and saw something running across the field towards me. It was about 25 yards away and I saw red glowing eyes. I ran into the car and as I locked it, the thing grabbed the door handle. I could see him from the neck down, the three big fingers, long black nails, and green, rough skin. It was strong and angry, not unlike the Hulk. I looked in my mirror and saw a blur of green running. I could see his toes, and then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt, and then I could see his fingers through the front windshield, where they curled around the roof. I sped up and swerved to shake the creature off. So uh, we can all agree this is a pretty shocking encounter, right? Fairly violent and, uh, I'll say, extremely intriguing. Two weeks after Christopher's encounter, the sheriff's department went to location of the sighting and made several plaster casts of what appeared to be three-toed footprints. Some of these prints measured up to 14 inches. That's 36 centimeters for you non-USers. Biologists looked over the prints but advised the sheriff's department not to send them to the FBI for analysis because they said they were unclassifiable. But isn't that what the FBI is for? Solving these types of qu answering these types of questions? Well, 
I say, when in doubt, send the prince. That's what I always say. Now, according to South Carolina Marina Resources Department spokesperson Johnny Evans, the tracks neither matched nor could be mistaken for the footprints of any previously recorded animal. And the theory that the tracks were possibly made by a form of mutated creature were dismissed as well, which I don't know how. Okay, so in the next few months following this encounter, several large lizard-like creature reports were, in a word, reported. Unusual scratches and bizarre bite marks were also being found on cars parked close to the swamp. So hey, don't don't park at a swamp. It's as easy as that. Most of the cars damaged were done so within a roughly three-mile radius of the swamps of Bishopville. Now, cops in the area weren't immediately tossing these encounters to the side. They took them fairly seriously. And this is because a good amount of witnesses were considered reliable by the local police force. But even with this bit of info, most of the law enforcement thought most people were seeing bears. Big, wet, green bears. Okay. Now, eventually, like a lot of these cryptid tales, the sightings of the lizard man began to attract tourists interested in seeing the creature and hunters looking to track the beast. A nearby radio station, WCOS, offered a $1 million reward to anyone who was able to capture the creature alive, which, you know, bummed everyone out, because these people like to kill. And probably still do. Unfortunately, reports of the creature hit a steep decline at the end of the summer of 1988, with the last somewhat credible sighting coming in July. However, on August 5th, a man named Kenneth Orr, who was an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base, filed a report with the police stating that he had indeed had an encounter with the lizard man of Scape or Swamp. Kenneth claimed that he was driving along Highway 15 when he came across the lizard man standing at the side of the road. He stopped his car, got out, grabbed his gun, and took aim. Kenneth shot his pistol, hitting the, and wounding the creature before it ran off into the wild. He collected evidence and presented the police with, get this, a few scales and even a small amount of the creature's blood. Okay, I know, but let's not get too excited, okay? Kenneth Orr, that bastard, later recanted his cryptid story only two days later when he was arrested for unlawfully carrying a pistol and the misdemeanor offense of filing a false police report. Well, if you can't trust a trigger-happy hoaxer, who can you trust, you know? According to Kenneth, he had simply invented his lizard man sighting in order to keep the stories about the cryptid in circulation. And just like that, I'm on his side again. Things died out regarding the lizard man of Scape or Swamp until around 2008, when a cluster of sightings popped up once again when a couple in Bishopville, South Carolina, reported damage to their car including a few traces of blood. Ooh, that's promising. However, the blood was eventually linked to a form of domestic dog, although the local sheriff still believes that it was a coyote or a wolf. In 2015, local television station WCIV featured photos and video of them of the so-called lizard man, allegedly taken by a handful of unidentified individuals. Cool. 
Cool, that's real promising. And lastly, in 2017, the South Carolina Emergency Management Division sent out a tweet, quote, regarding possible paranormal activity during the solar eclipse that had passed over the area and indirectly recommended the people of Lee and Sumter counties to, quote, remain vigilant for sightings of the lizard man. All right, let's get to the real questions. If these sightings we just went over are not a type of unclassified humanoid reptile, what could these witnesses be seeing? What are they being attacked by? Well, let's go over a few theories. One popular theory is that the lizard man isn't anything more than an escaped monitor lizard. Sure, I can see how this is a probable theory, but it certainly doesn't count for the creature running at and attacking vehicles. I also checked to see if the scape or swamp is a natural habitat for any alligators or crocodiles, and sure enough, this specific area of the state does indeed have an alligator population. But alligators, just like monitor lizards, are very close to the ground. I just don't understand how a low-to-the-ground reptile could be confused for a bipedal, scaly creature unless all these stories were blown way out of proportion. I mean, at the middle of the night, if you shine your flashlight in a swamp, I'm sure, even if you're used to alligators, it must be a shock seeing a giant lizard. Sheriff departments in the area, after years of inactivity regarding the lizard man, swear that these sightings were just that of a bear. I don't know, per perhaps wet from swimming or catching fish, and if hit with light at the perfect angle could supposedly seem scaly, I, I think. With the shine on the wet, and I mean, it's, it's, it's just not out of the question. But how often do bears attack vehicles? I don't know. Something just doesn't add up. Alright, well, I do apologize for leaving you with more questions than answers. Lizard men are truly fascinating. There's a lot to this uh, scaly rabbit hole. Um, and I just left you with the cryptozoological aspect. I don't dare get into how lizard men are running our pool halls. Or do I? No, I don't. I want to thank you for listening. A Gateway Cryptid is coming at you shortly. That's why I left you with a uh, shorter episode this week. I'm doing a bit of research. You can follow the zoo on Instagram at Alien Zoo Podcast. And remember, if you have a cryptid story, please, please email us at alienzoopodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your stories. Uh, my name is Chris, and until next cryptid, bye. Bye.